what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Exchange on The Mesh Podcast Network, a monthly conversation about startups and small business with ideas, tools, and advice to operate your business more effectively. On today's show, we're starting the new year right for you and your business. It's our annual productivity episode, and we have a returning guest star, Todd Lydon, who is a friend and colleague and director of the Small Business Center at Bladen Community College in Eastern North Carolina. He will share his updated top 10 productivity tools for small business list, so you'll be able to operate more efficiently this year. And hopefully so will Gary and I. We'll wind up with some of our small businesses of the month where we'll feature some interesting businesses that you should be checking out. Greetings and happy 2021. My name is Jeff Newville. I'm your co-host. I'm director of the Small Business Center at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory, North Carolina. I'm joined by my co-host, Gary Muller, who is Dean of the School of Workforce, Productivity, and the Arts at Catawba Valley Community College. Gary, Happy New Year, and how are you doing today? Jeff, Happy New Year to you, too. Doing well. And, of course, we have an unusual day. We have a little bit of snow on the ground. Unusual for uh, us over the last few years, although I don't, you never know what's happening after 2020. Uh, we do hope 2021 will be different, and maybe that means more snow. Well, we're hoping for a better and brighter year, and you know, it, uh, we're, we're taping uh, the first week of January. It's winter, so uh, some snow is not totally unexpected, although we've not gotten a lot. But uh, it's 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 sort of a nice uh, nice change of pace until all the roads freeze over and we crash our cars. But right uh, now, it's pretty, pretty because the roads. Yeah, are- right now it's pretty. So uh, you know, the white snow is good. You know, the black snow not so much. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions that you want to share uh, with our listeners? It's funny you'd say that. My wife was working on my 2021 resolutions to make her life better. Well, that's, <laughs> that's great. Well, you know, that's uh, you my my you wife calls and respond well, to all your projects that she wants me to do. So that'll help me in my whole life too. Well, you know, my, my, my wife calls them New Year's intentions, not over, not always resolutions. So perhaps, uh, so you can tell your wife that those are your best intentions. And you would probably say they're New Year's wishes for her. Well, my, my New Year's resolution this year is to embrace at least some uh, three of our, our guest productivity tools. So I want to uh, welcome and introduce our guest. Todd Lydon, who, as I mentioned, he's a, a, a colleague uh, of mine at the North Carolina Small Business Center Network, and he's director at uh, uh, Bladen Community College in Eastern North Carolina. Uh, he's a regional director of an additional seven small business centers. Todd, welcome back to the uh, uh, Entrepreneur Exchange. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back, Jeff and Gary. <laughs> Well, it's a pleasure to have you. I must not have screwed up. You're a star. This is this is always one of my favorite uh, episodes of the year because you give us a lot to think about. You give us you're, I, I must say, much more technologically savvy than I. And and you know, sorry, you too, Gary. Well, I was going to say, you know, I'm not a, a whiz, so I enjoy this uh, seminar or webcast every year. <laughs> Well, 
Well, Todd, uh, well, uh, Todd, before you before you start throwing uh, your tools at us, you know, tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about uh, your work with the the small business center. What sort of stuff uh, keeps you busy uh, at Bladen? Um, well, as you know, we've both been doing a lot of uh, heavy lifting for. Uh, small businesses dealing with PPP and EIDL and all the federal funds dealing with COVID and everything. So that's been a huge one this year, of course. And uh, it doesn't look like it's going to let up anytime in the near future. So that's a huge component right now. Um, with this, I, I've been doing, I do this uh, as a webinar slash seminar. I've been doing online tools and apps for the last couple of years, and I usually do it about once a quarter, I realize, looking back. So that's why my list is almost always being, I've got, you know, the standards that we always go back to, but I'm keeping an eye on different things that come up. So um, about once a quarter, I'm updating the, this this kind of background list, but, um, you know, there's constant stuff. I think last year we retired a few off the list and made sure we'll never mention them again and some died. Um, but I'm constantly going back to this because we, I, like I said, I do this about once a quarter. Well, well, you, you, some might die, but I think last year you also added a few to the hall of fame. Well, and that, that was the framework that I decided to go with for this, this episode was to make sure we uh, keep the hall of fame kind of rolling. Uh, I believe you coined that one. We, we had a, a hall of fame. I, I, I did them as honorable mentions, but, but they, 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 they've earned that, uh, the, you know, the, they will get retired to the hall of fame, but I use them as the framework for a couple of the ideas that I wanted to talk about for today. So, well, you know, our, our listeners are ready. We're ready. So why don't, uh, why don't you sort of start sharing, uh, your list or the ones that you think are going to be most useful for, uh, for small businesses and our listeners out there. Well, one that I, I want to put, I guess we'll put this one into the Hall of Fame. This one will get finally retired. I've mentioned it a few times in the past, um, and it's one of my uh, go-tos, but it's been really upgraded in the past year because Google has finally gotten their act together a little bit with regards to online messaging and um, what they're doing with different tools. Um, but I've used it, I've used it personally myself for years. And, um, but with a lot of folks going to home-based businesses and things like that, Google voice is a, uh, a huge tool that has a separate app, but it's also functionally voice over internet for people who would like to have a business-based phone number. Um, and not have to incur a huge cost right out of the gate for having that extra phone line, essentially. Um, so that's one I would highly recommend, especially if you're in business, and especially if you're doing home-based or a, a simple, you know, kind of solo entrepreneur type business from home, which a lot of folks have been doing this past year. Um, but you don't want to give out your home number. Um, I would recommend, you know, set up a Google account and make sure you get the Google voice app. It, it aligns with your phone and it allows you to take calls anywhere. And, and you don't have to invest in the hardware or anything. You can just have that come to your cell phone. Exactly. Exactly. Well, actually you can have it ring multiple phones. It's got a lot of, um, and it's been around for a long time. Um, like I said, I've recommended to people all the time and I've myself used it, um, for a long time, but it's one that, they finally have started making some better improvements to it um, in the past year and kind of clarified what they're doing with it. And it's uh, become a really nice standalone feature for Google. We tried that. I'm glad to hear their improvements. 
with our faculty and mm-hmm. their students where they we want them to be connecting with their students, particularly in this environment. But we didn't want to give out that personal number to our students. So we tried Google Voice and it, it seemed to work well in some cases, but it was a little bit cumbersome, I guess, maybe the word. Uh, do you think it's a little bit more streamlined? Uh, again, it's, well, it's it's all uh, any voice over internet because essentially it's acting like a voicemail system yes. more than anything else. <laughs> but they have improved the app and the online interface for people to uh, engage with it. So it is, and and I've seen folks using it for exactly that in education. I, I'm talking about it for business purposes, but right. I've seen it in a wide variety of different places for folks to have that alternative number. Yeah, we we will be including Gary's personal cell phone and information in the show notes, so check those out after after you listen. Yeah, because I don't get enough of those calls, so that that would be helpful. Well, we and we used it with our Skills USA team, uh, Jeff, when we would because they might need to get to us when we're going in competitions, and and it worked well. But uh, there are a few. Uh, glitches, or maybe there were people like me that weren't able to use it very well. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's. I'm just happy that people like you and I are actually using some of the things Todd suggests. So that's that's a that's a good sign. That, that's that's gratifying. Yes. Yes. All right, Todd. What else? What else you got? I guess I'll stick with the with with Google for a second. Um, uh, two that I've kind of that are retired to the Hall of Fame are Drive and Google My Business. I mentioned them over and over again, but along that same vein but one that I have mentioned in the past, um, but it has gotten another huge upgrade this past year that I recommend um, for businesses is Facebook has finally integrated their Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp communication tools into a singular source online. And if if you log into your accounts uh, online through a computer, um, you'll see it in one spot, but they call it, they have a separate app now that's uh, called Facebook business suite, which is in essence, all your communication tools for Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp in one spot, um, allowing you, if you have multiple pages, which most businesses don't. um, But if they do have these multiple accounts, the communication is much easier for them to uh, interact with, whether somebody makes a comment on a post on Facebook or if somebody direct messages them um, through Instagram or WhatsApp, of course, is its own standalone uh, messaging app that a lot of, and it's got a business um, app separately, but they're all um, in one spot and allows you to manage all of that as well. So it's another uh, nice move forward for Facebook in integrating all those, especially for somebody who doesn't want to interact on Facebook personally, but does have that business presence. And, and still a lot of people out there on Facebook. So that's uh, pretty ubiquitous. It's not going anywhere. So, and most people do try to take advantage of it. So it doesn't, it, it this is another good, no cost way for folks to take advantage of it. So, all right. We're with you. Okay. Um, I, I can't remember. I was thinking back and I could not remember if I've mentioned in the past, but I know we did talk a lot last year about stuff and it was kind of prescient that as we were getting into COVID um, that we were talking about online presentations, things like that, that we were doing more of, but one that's um, very useful for business um, and has really upped their game in the last year because they are a competitor for all of the 
high-end, more expensive options that do exist for a business to do video and voice conferencing, etc., is free conference call. It's been around for a long time, um, but of course, basically operates on a Wikipedia model where they basically just ask you to help uh, through donations, keep them funded. But they have been an alternative for pretty much every communication tool that you can think of, including Zoom and most of the huge video conferencing tools in the last couple of years, and they've really upped their game. So it's one that for businesses that are looking to get into video conferencing, large-scale webinars, educational things online, or just want to be able to have a simple conference call with people, free conference call, I recommend because they also, again, have a really nice app for your phones. Um, so if you're on the go, it's, it's a, it's a great tool. Okay. Now, now are we still in, we still in the honor, honorable mention here? Or are we, uh, were you in the top ones yet? Well, we're not top yet, but we're, we're get, we're getting out of, um, honorable. I'll get, I'll get you to, uh, the, the back to the, uh, uh the, uh, the hall of famers, the, the mm-hmm. framework that I've given, like I said, Google voice was one that I really wanted to make sure and a free conference call. Cause again, we've talked about communications, a huge component for folks. Um, uh, the other big one that I think has been a huge shift this year for folks in, we've always had marketing tools and the one that has been retired to the hall of fame is Canva. I will constantly mention, but I've got a couple along that same vein that I would recommend for folks to think about um, as well. Can, can you still hear me? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're good. Hope you didn't pick up my computer there. Um, so the first one, it's a direct competitor to Canva, and it's an affordable option. They all generally have a freemium model. We've talked about those in the past. It's called Crello, C-R-E-L-L-O. Um, and I think I've mentioned that Canva's got a lot of competitors in this space. This is one I like a lot because... Um, right out of the gate, they came out with useful phone apps. Um, it took Canva a couple years to eventually have viable Android and Apple apps. Um, they're always browser-based, but Crello came right out of the gate with apps and um, pretty much acts like a Canva, just a direct competitor. Um, and it has a very similar model um, with uh, a lot of freemium things you can pay to upgrade and uh, but it it works really well. I've I've been using it as an alternative to to Canva in the past year, um, but definitely a good marketing tool because it's one we've talked about in the past that folks, um, if you don't have skills, um, you know they're, you know they they uh, they've got uh, uh, pro yeah they've got they you know they've got to have something like Canva or Crello. Okay. So, and, and- if you're just getting started, would you suggest one over the other? The other two that are in the same vein, they're marketing, but because of the shift with COVID and shifting to video, I really wanted to recommend one that's uh, a browser-based uh, tool, which is, you've probably heard of Loom. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a screen uh, recording tool that will then hold your uh, video once you've done, you know, your, your, your video where you're, you know, maybe you're sharing some, uh, directions on a website or you're talking about something 
but it basically will use your webcam as well to include video of you, but also video of you talking about whatever it is you're sharing on your screen. Um, they've gotten very popular in the last uh, year with everything going on. So they're, they're not as freemium as they used to be. Um, but they're very, uh, it's, it's a really nice tool to have. Now it's not an app based one, but there are some for phones that do comparable work. Okay. The other one that's very much related to this, and it does have an app that I really like, and there's some, a lot of competitors in this space. Cause I think what we're seeing is a lot of asynchronous, asynchronous video communication has start started to really, uh, uh, pick up its pace in the last year with COVID and one that I like a lot that's been around for a long time in the, in the space is Vidyard. You may have heard of them. V-I-D-Y-A-R-D, Vidyard. They've got an app, but they also have, again, a browser-based system where it does uh, screen sharing essentially, but it's designed to be a um, video sharing. And one of the primary things we've seen more of is folks using it as kind of the short form email message, you know, instead of, uh, just sharing just a simple email, um, you can record a quick video, post it into the, into the email and people can see you listen to you, um, and have a video message instead of just the, uh, the email or, or even just a phone call or just a voice message. Um, can, can I can I use my phone to take the videos? I mean, my cat does lots of funny things. I mean, would it be good? Yes, for that? Vi, vi, yes. Vidyard does have a an app, so that it's uh, very useful for your phone. Um, mm-hmm. That's the other reason why I'd recommend that a lot. Okay. So, so we've got our marketing tools. We've got um, uh, some of the other productivity we've talked about a little bit. I guess if we're going to go straight productivity, I really like one that I've recommended a lot in the last couple of years since they came out. And uh, we talked a little bit last year and in the years past of project and time management tools. Um, They're not the sexiest thing to talk about, but with folks working from home and I see this with some of my clients who have, you know, been forced to, work between different spaces or just work straight out of their home is really making sure they're managing that time pretty well. One of my favorites, because it's not very expensive is called ClickUp. It's a, it's a good competitor to Basecamp and some of the older project and time management tools that have been out for a long time. Um, but it's not terribly expensive. Um, if I remember correctly, the, the, the business model is only $5 a month per person. So if you do have employees or you'd want to have more people on your team, um, it's not terribly expensive to get into. And it has a very nice um, browser-based system, but also a very nice uh, uh, mobile app that allows you to take that information on the go. So if you're, again, doing what a lot of us are doing, split time between home and office or working out of different places because of what's going on, it's a useful tool for that. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Okay, gotcha. So the last big one, the last one that I've recommended year in and year out, um, I will always recommend it is now in the upper echelon of the hall of fame is wave apps. Mm -hmm. Um, 
as a financial management tool. The thing, and I was always clear about, is it does not um, have its own paint. It's I believe it's developing one. This one of the things I do like about it is it's always changing. It just like you guys are always on the cusp of something new and different. But they're always updating it. But it doesn't have its own payment processing. Um, but for most businesses in the past year, one of the key components with a lot of our clients was getting them online. Um, so it's whether they were some sort of retail or just trying to be able to take payments online in order to uh, accommodate their customers and clients was to make sure you had something like that. And we've mentioned them in the past. One of the primary ones um, I know I mentioned last year was Square, which has been around, of course, forever as a payment processor. But in the last two years, they've really upped their game to be a, a whole hog approach to what you need for point of sale, um, client management, a lot more than that. I've got a couple clients that we've worked with in the past year that, that, that have illustrated to me that Square, if you're looking at more than just payment processing, um, can help you manage a lot of those other things, almost like Wave Apps. It doesn't have the financial push that wave apps does but it does a lot of those kind of things that you would otherwise not get now it's not free of course but the whole point is that you're getting payments right 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 uh, very comparable to it and it's an old timer but a goodie but and, and because it's got such good name recognition and uh trusted uh value in the market is paypal uh, of course they've started as payment processing as well and have gotten more into the game of, of providing more business services and more options as well, just like square. Um, and of course, like I said, they've been around forever and a day. So that's the other one that uh, I would suggest if, if you're looking at that kind of stuff and, and is a new one and what's hipper and cooler with a lot of the uh, younger kids um, and what will be interesting is how the government starts probably finally start regulating these. The last one on my list for this year is Venmo, which has been mm -hmm. around for a couple of years. And I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Jeff, you're, you're hip, you're cool. So you're probably getting Venmo payments all the time, right? Uh, only to only sending them to my kids. Okay. See, so you're seeing, that's the only way I know how to get money to my kids. So, but the interesting thing is Venmo just recently announced that you can now start setting up business accounts so that they know that they're, they're missing, uh, you know, a huge part of the action out there. So it's in, instead of just being interpersonal monetary exchanges, they want to start getting into the business game. And that's one to, for folks to, especially if you're a, you know, smaller business working from home, um, I know a lot, I have a lot of clients that are on a variety of these different kind of um, apps to take monetary payments just because they don't want to miss um, money just because somebody has a, their preference of how they're getting paid. So, and there's a lot of competition in the space. We just mentioned two or three, but Venmo, I think has made some huge strides towards making it more professional than just that interpersonal. As well. well, you know, you know, Gary and I are pretty old fashioned. We keep most of our money under our mattress and, you know, pay all our bills in cash, but these, these are useful as well. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said, I'm not sure if I could communicate with my kids if I didn't have certain apps and now Venmo or other uh, ways of paying. <laughs> yeah. So I think, like I said, it's that, that's where it's, we're headed. Well, you know, I, I will say it's very interesting that, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably a slower adopter on a lot of these, but in terms of paying for things in cash, uh, you know, particularly since uh, we've been in pandemic mode, doesn't happen very often anymore. 
that that I think that's a huge component, yeah, too, of that. And what you're seeing with Venmo, PayPal, all of these too, is they've also gotten into the card space as well. So now, you know, maybe you've taken a payment and you're basically functionally using it as a separate account in some way, shape, or form. But now, if you want to go out and buy something for the business or for yourself, um, uh, they all have their own cards now. PayPal and Square have had them for forever. Venmo was supposed to be getting into it this year. So, like I said, you're going to see more and more of this action, I think. Um, and they'll probably all get consolidated at some point into a, two or three. But but we are seeing more and more of this. Now, 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 Todd, are you suggesting that all these should be candidates for the Productivity Hall of Fame? You know, the, you know, the hall. This is the Hall of Fame. This isn't the Hall of Good. You know, so you, you better be careful when you make all these nominations. No, well, these are not. Yeah, I would view them as nominations towards you know future, you know, you know down the line. But uh, but there are ones that uh, and and like I said, we had to retire some out. I looked and thankfully I, I had no retirees. Not retirees. We put the in memoriam because we had plenty last year that died on the vine. <laughs> um, but uh, I did not find any this year, so I was pleased for that. But um, I think most of these are have some longevity to them, and um, uh, maybe they'll be you know, Hall of Famers eventually. All right. Well, we, we can let the old timers committee uh, uh, consider them in a, in a year or two. Sounds good. All right. So, so where are we now? That's I've given you 10. Okay. If you want 10. I can give you some, I can give you some more if you like, <laughs> but I always give you a list of 10 and uh, try to give you some sort of way to think about them. Um, one that I've not had, and it's very similar to, um, to the uh, the point of sale apps that we mentioned, it, but it's more ba- it is backed by most of the major banks. Um, if if that's your cup of tea, is you've probably heard of Zelle, Z E L L E, does very similar function. So okay, and that's and one of the things I recommend for existing businesses is to make sure they check with their banks first because most of the banks, of course, have gotten into the into this space as well. All right, so I'm I'm I've sort of been taking notes as you've been talking, and and we will put and we will post this on the show notes with uh, with Gary's home number. Uh, I've got uh, Google Voice, Google Drive, Google My Business, uh, the Facebook Business Suite, free conference call, uh-huh. Canva, and now Crello, which is a competitor to Canva. Yeah, uh, Loom. Vidyard, ClickUp, mm-hmm. some oldies but goodies, Wave Apps, which uh, we have talked about before and, and does a good job with your accounting and finances, mm-hmm. Square, PayPal, Venmo, and, and the last one you said was Giselle? Zelle, Z-E-L-L-E. thinking of something else. Okay. No, stop it. Just stop it. All right. And we will post uh, Todd's list in the show notes so, so that you can go back and visit it. And, and, and Todd, I do find it interesting. You know, I, I, I think we're seeing some trends there uh, that uh, working from home and, and you know, it's, it's uh, unfortunately we're living in a different world right now, but uh, the tools that, uh, you've listed and many of us have had to adopt have have really helped ease us into sort of a new working environment. So I I think a lot of these tools sort of play right into that. 
I, I do. Like I said, that's what our what we've seen in the last year, and I don't think any of them are going anywhere anytime soon. I um I, I agree with you there. So that's we very much appreciate uh, you sharing the tools, you uh, giving us an update on. Um, uh, the cool and hip things, uh, you know, if nothing else, it'll allow us to have interesting conversations with our children. So that's good. That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, they're going to go, oh, my gosh. Of course, the ones that talk about money won't, probably things I shouldn't talk to them about. That's right. They're going to say, Dad, you need to be on Venmo. Hurry up. Exactly. So, Todd, we appreciate it. You know, when, when we have a, a guest like you, we like to always do our lightning round. Are you up for that? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, 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 I'll entertain a uh, lightning round. All right, because our lightning round today is sponsored by Otis Day in the Nights. You know, if you need a band for an event, Otis Day in the Nights, great for weddings, bar mitzvahs, fraternity parties. They'll even do Zoom performances. Uh, check them out on the internet, Otis Day in the Nights. So we've got some quick questions for you. So, right. so try to give us some quick answers. First question. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, or Jeff Bezos? Bezos. Second question. Harry Potter, Star Wars, or Godfather movies? Star Wars. What is your adult beverage of choice? A good sour right now. Okay. Uh, Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Uh, just, you answered it the same way last time, so we're just checking to make sure you haven't changed your mind on that one. Beatles or Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones. Any shelter-in-place TV or movie streaming recommendations? Um, I will always go with uh, the TV show community. Okay, that's a good pick. If you could have, last question, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? teleportation okay very good well you've you've done an outstanding job with the lightning round so thank you very much todd if people are trying to find todd Leiden, where should they be looking how can people find you well of course if they if they google bladen community college and todd Leiden, you're going to find a couple different places online um uh that's the quickest way but as far as i know there's only one other recognizable Todd Lydon on the interwebs and he's from Minnesota. So I don't think we're going to get confused in any way, shape or form. So you Google Todd Lydon, I'm pretty easy to find. So now, and and I'll also say this, and this goes for my small business center, your small business center. Uh, You mentioned that you do updates like this on a regular basis. Uh, Traditionally, many of our small business centers had been doing seated workshops where if you weren't in North Carolina or close to us, you would be challenged to join us. But now because of the current working environment, we're all doing uh, online programs, webinars. So I suspect that if you want to participate in some of Todd's programs at Bladen Community College, wherever you're listening from, if you went to his small business center website, uh, you could uh, find some free webinars where you could pick up some pretty cool information. And the same for Catawba Valley Community College. You can come to uh, our free webinars as well. So there's a lot of resources out there for people to participate in. Am I right about that, Todd? You are 100% correct, sir. Okay. Well, thank you so much. At the end of our uh, uh, Entrepreneur Exchange podcast, we always like to give a little shout out to businesses that we've come across. Uh, 
Todd, do you have a small business that you'd like to share with our listeners? I think you'd appreciate the the one that I've had. And I, I had not seen this, but it makes just a heck of a lot of sense. Um, there's a, uh, a tap house restaurant in Fayetteville, North Carolina, which is the county next door, um, called the District House of Taps, which is a, a, a reuse of an older uh, restaurant that had been there for a long time. And what they've done, and I'm sure, Jeff, you have plenty of experience with this, is they have a, a self-pour model of their tap room where you basically go in and it is a wall of taps and they give you a NFC wristband that you now have um, out of the gate 64 ounces with which to test as much as you want. And they've got, of course, a wide selection as any good tap room would have of a variety of different uh, beers, ales, uh, ciders, sours, and even on the far side wall, which I don't usually get to in the few times I've been there, is wine. Well, very nice. I I will say I've been to a similar type um, uh, establishment in Greenville, South Carolina, uh, and it was it was much fun. And I, I don't know if I got to a sixty four ounce limit, but uh, gosh darn, you know, when I visit you, I'm willing to try as long as you're driving. Okay, that that sounds fair. Okay, all right. So that was the District House of Tap in Fayetteville. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Gary, you have a small business uh, that you're going to give a shout out to. Yes, Jeff, I certainly do. I'm going to take a little turn from my normal focus on food or sweets and pets this month. But I'm excited about it because this is a new business that's been started by a very strong partner of our school, Jeff Eisenhower, Catawba County Schools CTE director. He started the Moonshine Mountain Soap Company in the last year or so been working on for the last year or so and starting to sell products in the last handful of months. The company makes an original all-natural soap bar called the Jar Bar in his workshop at home. Each batch is carefully handmade. The Jar Bar shape is patent pending. Looks like a mason jar or half of a mason jar with the Moonshine XXX logo imprinted on the soap. The soap sold in a nice canvas bag so with the company's name on it. Each batch of soap contains a touch of moonshine. So that kind of ties into what you guys were just talking about. Hope you enjoy your bath experience that much more. There's many different fragrances, such as banana pudding, cherry bounce, fireball, apple pie, sour mash, candy cane, and hillbilly honey, which I brought with me today. Now that's the great illustration of the problems that virtual meetings causes because I wanted you guys to be able to smell hillbilly honey. It smells really good. My wife thought it smelled great, but since we're not in the same town and we're doing it virtually, you have to imagine virtually what it smells like. Hillbilly honey. Remember that good Christmas and birthday gifts for this year. Family business with his young son, about 11 or 12, helping with marketing of the products and learning the business. Um, And as you hear me say many times when I'm highlighting my new businesses, not just a fan of the company. I'm a satisfied customer. How's that? I, you know, I think that sounds great and interesting, but you know, I, I, I can think of other ways to use moonshine too. Well, 
That's true. I think he's using that too because he's very happy when he's making these bars. No good for him. All right. Well, that's that's good. I've I've, I've met Jeff Eisenhower before, so it's good good to know that he's uh, staying busy. That's good. So the uh, I'm 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 going to recognize uh, one of North Carolina Business Magazine's businesses of the year. A business called uh, Barking Buddies in Greenville, North Carolina. Not Greenville, South Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, it was started by a woman, uh, Julie Linder, in Greenville, who uh, adopted a dog uh, to be a companion to her existing dog in 2014. But the new dog started chewing up her house. So she figured she was probably not the only person that had this problem. So she and her friend started, uh, her friend Phyllis Manning started a doggy daycare business called Barking Buddies. And they offer Daycare from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., Monday through Friday, overnight boarding, a variety of add-on services, which include individual cuddle time, paw massages. I could always go for a paw massage. Special retreats and baths. Uh, they in, By January of 2020, a year ago, they had 25 employees, and they were uh, servicing 65 to 75 dogs each day. COVID hit. They had to shut down for a bit, but as of early November, they were back at 75% of their uh, pre-COVID attendance. They sort of worked their way through it. So uh, sort of a good story. If you check them out in North Carolina Business Magazine, you can read about them, or you can go to their website at barkingbuds.com. So that's, uh, that's my uh, recommendation for checking out for this year, this month, uh, the Small Business of the Month. If you have a suggestion for our Entrepreneur Exchange Small Business of the Month, you can email them to us at eexchange at themesh.tv. So we, we appreciate uh, your suggestions out there. I want to thank Todd Lydon for joining us today. Todd, uh, very much appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, we want to thank the Mesh Podcast Network. A lot of great things going on on the Mesh. Check them out at themesh.tv. You'll see everything from John Reap, uh, local music, Uh, and a lot of other interesting surprises out there. So check them out. We want to wish everyone uh, a happy new year and uh, best wishes for a better 2021. Be safe out there. And we'll look forward to talking to you next month. Take care. We look forward to seeing everybody someday in the near future. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.